This generation has been causing us to tear out our hair. But I am a millennial. Every fucking time one of them does the slightest little thing, they fucking celebrate as if they fucking accomplished something huge. I'm a millennial. I'm a, I'm a millennial. So I want everything to evolve around me. Self-interested, unfocused, lazy. Millennial. The most educated generation we've ever had. Millennials put a lot of value in development. Leaders are asking, what do you want? I'm the worst friend in the world. I'm really bad at hold, like keeping relationships alive like that. Oh, me too. It's terrible. Yeah. it's For me, it's just people are doing their own stuff in their own life. And I don't... If I had to call in all of these people once a week, I couldn't do anything other than that. Yeah. You have to prioritize. I have to prioritize. I think max five friends. That's what you can have. Right? Or 20 acquaintances. <laughs> you have to choose. Yeah. 20 acquaintances. Or five friends. That's what yeah. you get. That's a great idea for an app. <laughs> it's like where you Choose switch out, then you have like you have five strong friends, but if you take away one strong close friend, mm. then you get five acquaintances. But you can four. definitely do that with Facebook and then algorithm. link that. Yeah, exactly. Link like that it to already Facebook. gives you like exactly. okay, so these are your five besties. And then, and then you can it reminds you like if it's an acquaintance, then it's only once a month where you have to check in with them. But if it's a strong friend, so it's like a relationship manager relationship manager yeah it's like a task it's like a to-do list for your relationships and it's like integrated in your uh, calendar yeah of course everything gives you reminders of a to-do like hey remember to call john your number three friend and tell him that that he's your number three friend john you're my number three it's a great app for us Hello and welcome to Millennials at Work. Millennials at Work. Yeah, it's a podcast about how to be and handle Millennials at Work. It's about what we want from a workplace, how to be our boss, and basically just everything around being a so-called young professional. Exactly. Young professional. I talked to my dad the other day and he yeah. was a bit like, so Millennials is the podcast for all Millennials? And I think that for me, it's about, it's for millennials that are interested in their professional development, in culture and in working life mm. uh, to, to the extent where they want to listen to a podcast about it. Exactly. We don't mind if other millennials also listen. That's awesome. No. But uh, I don't know if we can't really guarantee that all the all the things would be really They will probably be bored. <laughs> yeah. Or that you will understand our lingo or millennial lingo because you're such a different millennial. <laughs> I had some feedback that people don't know, like, what do we talk about in the LinkedIn episode? Really? Yeah. What what parts? Like, what's LinkedIn? <laughs> okay. But then you're definitely then you're <laughs> not in the target group if you don't know what Sorry, LinkedIn but, uh, is. It's, yeah. it's difficult. You can't have them all. <laughs> But yes, um, we would like maybe to think of ourselves a, like a tiny bit of influencers because we do have this platform, we do have this podcast and we try to, I guess, influence some people with this. What is, an, what is an influencer? In, in Because today's topic is influencers. Oh yes, and that's about a good mention. building a company and a work around you yes. as a person by influencing other people. Mm. 
Imagine a lot of years, a lot of years ago, like 30 or 40. Put on that narr narrative voice. We had rock stars, we had artists, we had politicians even, even politicians. Nowadays, we don't look at any of them. No. We just open Instagram. Snapchat. Podcasts. YouTube. Whatever. Oh, lip sync? Ne? Musically. <laughs> Or musically. <laughs> lip sync, what is that? Lip sync. <laughs> But it's very similar to oh. people that doesn't know. Musical.ly is a app where you lip sync. It's very uh, hip for the generation after C? us. Generation set. Yeah. Like in sorrow. Mm. It's like, from like I think it's from early 2000s. Yeah, exactly. So they are all into that app. They're all into that. Oh, yeah. That is one thing I don't Yeah, but now we're too old. Exactly. <laughs> too That's a fun thing mm. where you like realize, oh, I'm so fucking old. I don't really get this anymore. No, that I really don't get. But no. today we're going to talk about influencers. Yes. Why is it relevant for millennials is, of course, and this podcast is mm. that you can build a whole business around being an influencer. And um, with the world that we live in, it's you don't have to take that traditional... Um, professional career ladder where you get into an organization and then you slowly build your way up to the up the ranks you can just simply go on to youtube eat mm. a lot of marshmallows get a lot of views and then Voila. you have a career exactly i mean not everyone chooses that obviously for a good reason and not everyone should thank god <laughs> but on the other hand it's nice that you have the option I guess another thing with influencers is uh, I think it's so interesting when uh, anyone who has been even a bit associated with the marketing department and thinking about how to how to talk to these uh, millennials these mysterious yeah. people out there then like the top one thing is uh, to just push an push an influencer on them we'll do an influencer campaign yeah it's like wow wow did you come up with that just now or <laughs> like How does did you what school did you went to but yes so so influencers is obviously a cool marketing tool that everyone tries to use nowadays it feels like that um so we'll talk a bit about it as well but yes let's let's check in first let's check in yes today we're gonna check in on topic we're gonna check in with your favorite influencer yeah and why it's very on the topic yeah i feel like we should switched every now and then so sometimes it we're checking in on something that's related to the topic and sometimes it's just an we emotion or a mm. feeling or what's on our mind, minds mm. do you want to give yours first yeah i think i have two um i probably have more i have i have think i have more than i think i do Yeah, but the things that that the, moment when you realize, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like pff, I don't take any decisions. I don't have any real thoughts on my own. I'm just influenced by other people. Uh, what to do? Some of the one of one of the um, big influencers that I've had over the last couple of years is Casey Neistat, which is a YouTuber. He creates uh, small video clips. He do something uh, does something that's called vlogs these days, which is a, a video log. Um, small little summary of his day mm. um, he does it every day right yeah Or not still? not no. anymore he has done it for every single day which is insane um, really impressive but he has influenced me a lot and uh, also pushed me into 
getting my own YouTube channel and becoming yeah. a bit of an influencer, which we're going to come yeah. to maybe later. Um, but uh, but lately it's been, because I've been doing a lot of CrossFit, it's a lot of these CrossFit athletes that influences me a lot. How do you choose among them? It feels like... No, but there's, there's like people you... It's like people you meet, someone you like and someone you dislike. And there's mm-hmm. someone like... Matt Fraser is great. He's like the he's the he's the talk of the town at the moment. Okay, what does small he do? guy? He's, uh, he's because one he's that, small. Uh, no, no, but he's like <laughs> he is a very. It's best if you're fairly short in CrossFit. Uh-huh. He's a great guy. Pat Vellner, I like Canadian guy. Canadians are nice. Yeah, Canadians. That's, are nice. that's my comment on that. Yeah, there's also a lot of great uh, uh, female CrossFitters. Uh, the the Catherine something Doria and Sarah and what's her name the last one there's like three Icelandic CrossFit uh, women who are just all Icelandic all Icelandic Icelanders are crazy they're with their CrossFit amazing they're like we have volcanoes we can jump stuff yeah uh, so those are the people that influence me at the moment mm. people on YouTube primarily and Instagram mm. what about you mainly I consume uh, Instagram as my <laughs> go to social media. Um, one, if we're talking about a favorite one, I really need to highlight the Simone Gatch. Mm-hmm. She's also known as Queen of Shitty Robots. Yeah, uh, she's a great girl. Uh, she's on YouTube, mainly on YouTube, and that's where she has her channel where she builds shitty robots. And she's super funny. I love her sense of humor. She is badass, and she she's just awesome. I suggest everyone to watch her videos because she. She does great stuff, and she had a really good TED Talk um, lately as well, some time ago. One thing that is good about this whole influencer thing is that you can really feel like you're part of that person's uh, following and the network, not network, but the community that they build. Mm. Because it's, it, especially if you follow someone for a few years, let's say, and follow their progress as well. When I started watching her videos, she was already quite big, but still, like they were very self made and self-produced and now she has these huge productions and it's so amazing to she's see w- she's with those uh, Mythbusters, yeah. right yeah that's her besties yeah it's like what what happened there she's a swedish girl really down to earth and super super nice your influencer was better than mine all right but this is not a competition <laughs> You're many that's why but uh, as you said it's not a it's not a competition right we're not here to compete we're here to talk influencers but people that do compete influencers do you know what they compete about likes 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 if you like this podcast (laughs) that's true likes is the currency right what is your relationship to influencers what do you think about them what comes to your mind when i say influencer a positive or a negative feeling or both sorry <laughs> it's both i would say uh, i think the first feeling is a bit of like uh, i know what they're trying to do that kind of thing i know that Who? the influencers are oh, trying okay. to sell stuff to me mm. because the first thing that comes to my mind and um wrongly so maybe are these sponsorship ads what you see on instagram every day and what are really targeted to you with a help of an influencer. And on the other hand, I feel like it's it's super cool because it I do follow people who really inspire me on a daily basis. And that is 
that is nice to get that kind of boost and motivation and like just just getting inspiration from someone else but in general i have a really difficult um relationship with influencer the whole the the whole thing it feels like i'm a person who thinks a lot about the the shit we put out in this world in a sense of the content we create and okay now we're talking about this in our own podcast and then our, our own made media and uh, that is also a tricky moment because I understand that not always I can say the most interesting, the most content-driven, educating stuff. And I get it. On the other hand, I might as well use the platform, might as well create a name for myself in this way because I think it's fun, right? I get really annoyed about these a lot of these self-made entrepreneurs who just because they did one great business now can go and say anything provoking and people will just bow um, in front of them. And and I would wish that more people read cool books or traveled uh, or just looked at how around themselves and how to how to make uh, make world a better place. On the other hand, I'm totally guilty. Of to do that as well and to get influenced by them so it's such a weird like struggle in my own mind i have like these two people in my brain shouting at each other being like put down the um, smartphone okay and just get out and don't look at them uh, and the other thing is but what does tim ferris say about this <laughs> <laughs> so it's um it's difficult there's so much shit out there there is that you really have to choose but that's also what I I um, I want to highlight when doing uh, talking about this. For me, there's especially in Scandinavia, maybe there's a specific uh, group of influencers. When you talk about influencers, you think about the Instagram models, you think mm-hmm. about the YouTubers and the Snapchatters, the young millennials or maybe even younger generation set um, that does. Maybe not that interesting content where you're like, so what did I learn? What did what value do you actually bring mm. to me other than just entertaining? Um, which is because it's old people that write about them. Um, they can't understand why it's funny. Uh, mm. But I want to also mention that there is, of course, other types of influencers. Yeah. I mean, there's also... Um, people who do podcasts about anything from uh, training to business to uh, uh, well-being to meditation to plants to food to whatever. Mm. So yeah, I'm hoping that we're also going to talk a bit about those today because I think there is a lot of good influencers, not that the other ones are bad. Yeah, we could. I think we should highlight the fact that whatever new appears in the society, we can use it in good and bad ways, mm. and uh, or bad ways. You know, like even it's that's not the thing. up for us to decide if yeah. it's bad or not. I think, and even the, you know, also pretty things make us happy. Yeah. yeah. So having thousand pictures of a brunch isn't necessarily a bad thing. No. Because for some people it's like, ah, exactly. I just get so much good stuff out exactly. of looking at these poached eggs. And I think that's one of the, we talked about this pointing fingers at others. <laughs> talked about this earlier in our podcast yeah. episode. That It's easy for us to sit and say, that's 
that's not interested in at all. Mm. But for some people it is. Exactly. And that's fine. Returning to the question yeah. of the relationship yeah. with the influencer world. I know that you have quite a close one though. Exactly. Because I actually used to be an influencer. I was a part of a whole influencer network. Yeah. Uh, I've had my own blog. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had my own YouTube channel. How did you become one? It was a short story. Uh, I did a video for an influencer network for their five-year anniversary. And then uh, we got talking and then we decided, all right, I should try to become an influencer. Because there was not a lot of uh, male influencers in my age group. Okay. And I thought it would be a fun thing to do. And it was video-based mostly then? Yeah, video and also blog post writing about things. And I had that exact same feeling like... I want to create something that is educating or at least entertaining in some to some extent. But also realize that a lot of people just want to hang on and be a part of your life and know like what is this person doing. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be educating all the time. So I have quite uh, a close relationship to influencer marketing. And also I've been uh, in a relationship with, with a girl who um, did... Uh, influencer or still is an influencer mm. uh, and seeing that whole uh, part of it and um, so uh, so is it as fancy as it looks I think she's the typical good looking uh, girl on Instagram that has a lot of followers and takes a lot of pretty pictures mm. what happens when you're a part of such an influencer network is that a brand contacts this influencer network and then they create a brief and then they Uh, contact the influencer um, and uh, say hey we're going to create some awareness about this I think that it's easy to see some of these campaigns where these influencer girls just puts up a post about some kind of brand and then it's not like it's not really giving any value Mm. but she was quite good at like over delivering and creating good content like Mm. sharing things about her own life and like struggles and challenges and these kind of things. And it's quite nice when people find really fun or interesting ways how to tie those, uh, yeah. even if it has like a sponsorship or uh, whatever um, uh, tag with it, uh, with the post, exactly. which now uh, they need to do, right? Um, even if that happens and you see it, it's a sponsored ad, it's still nice to kind of tie it together. Why is it relevant to me who exactly. follows your feed? And that was one of the things that I... Um, that I realized that because she had so many followers, she really mattered a lot. She matters to a lot of people. Mm. Like they care a lot about what she thinks. And that power is quite uh, cool, cool, but also demanding. Mm. Like that, it puts a lot of pressure on people who uh, can reach such a big audience. Outside, it looks like a great life, but I also think it, it can be tough to live up to certain expectations. <laughs> yeah, I uh I think I, I wouldn't like that. It's crazy much work. Just like I mean thinking about that you uh, that your work is uh first looking good, being positive yeah. and every day creating something every day. uh talking about yourself. That's not easy no. either. I think people sometimes forget or I mean if you haven't tried it's also easy to say. Uh, the closest what I've gotten, if one can say so, to the whole influencer thing is 
I was working for a Swedish institute uh, some time ago. They have this thing called Digital Ambassadors. So they have a, so it's a group of students who brand or like who um, promote Sweden to um, uh, to students abroad. Part of my job was to uh, go on Instagram and talk to people, talk to the followers and put out stories and stuff like that. First of all, just finding content <laughs> about your life, which is meaningful. Or I remember doing yeah. stuff about, so what kind of Christmas decorations I have at home? <laughs> and, and just talking to the camera while on my way to school, like super boring stuff. Mm. And then you think of, geez, thousands of people look at this, yeah. or like hundreds at least. It puts pressure on you and it also, it's not easy. No. And if you want, I mean, in my case, it was kind of like, a, uh, it was an assignment, right? But if you try to create it for yourself as a business and get some money out of it, oof, that's a lot of work. But that's also, that's actually one of the reasons I decided to to quit uh, this whole influence, I think, because it was so much work. Mm. Like that constant uh, chase of getting new followers, getting likes, reaching out, uh, subs- like and subscribe, and like and doing content all the time, and showing yourself to the world every single day, multiple times a day. Mm. For me, that was like too much. I didn't, uh, I didn't like it, and I think it, yeah, it's hard work, and mm. uh, it's not as fun as it looks. <laughs> So as a previously active influencer, why would you say people do follow? Why is it so important for us to have like these people who we actually don't know? We've never met. We have no connection mm-hmm. to them. They live on the other side of the globe and we just still follow them. I think we follow them for various reasons. First of all, I think it's because it's kind of like looking into a lifestyle that you want. It you can mm. al- almost like feel it and taste it a bit like ah I, what if I had that, um, but if we look at more like um, influencers like Tim Ferriss, which is this self help kind of guy, mm. um, entrepreneur investor exactly yeah. that's more for upgrading your life, mm. and you also see it with uh, people like Gary Vaynerchuk, which is also within the Tim Ferriss genre but a bit more hustler. (laughs) (laughs) More into hustling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I think it is for like getting a glimpse of a life that would be nice to live. And in general, just having a glimpse into someone else's uh, everyday. Do you do that with anyone? Do you follow anyone like for the sake of looking? I do a really stupid thing. (laughs) (laughs) I don't follow. I don't follow, but um, I think Instagram algorithm knows me way too well. Oh, you're one so, of those that doesn't follow it? And then... Yes. So every time <laughs> when I go to the search button, <laughs> there are these few influencers who always are there. So I don't need to follow them. I can just go through. No, I can't say. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't want to say. And those are uh, two girls who live a very different life of mine. Okay. So that's let's leave let's leave that. it like that. Uh, okay. No, but even things like I mean, I love to um look into people's like windows when walking yeah, down yeah, the yeah. street and just seeing like what kind of furniture they have. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, they're by the kitchen table. Let me see what they're eating. You know, like yeah. it's 
so exciting that's that's like the that's the 19th century instagram <laughs> i call it the uh, the fly on the wall effect people just want to look into other people's life and i think that's also why gossip magazines and yeah. are, is is some of the most um uh, sold magazines that 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 are out there because mm. we're just so curious what kind of food does david beckham oh also a great influencer david beckham david beckham is he still? Man, man crush number one. Really? What a great fucking guy. Hmm. Did you see him at the royal wedding? Yeah. What? <sighs> On Can point. we just take a moment? And <laughs> yeah, just like sink in David Beckham and his manliness. David, if you listen, Reach you know out, you're dude. always We welcome. could be bros. I think me and David Beckham could be great friends. We could friends. go well together, yeah, I, I think, think so. actually, to be honest. Yeah. Two influencers. Just one other influencer that I also th- follow is this weird uh, top to bottom tattooed sp- uh, Spanish guy. Huh? It's a model that uh, that I follow. I don't know why, but he just looks cool. And I met him in Barcelona one day. We what? took a picture together. It's <gasps> on my Instagram. So weird. <laughs> that is random, though. Yeah, but but it's um, like I he has no idea who I am. Yeah. I follow him on Instagram, then I met yeah. him, and then I'm like, hey, can I take a picture with you? Yeah. Must be super weird. Then from that day on, he was like, I'm an international influencer. Do you think that's uh, one of the influencer benchmarks when people want to take a selfie with you? You're an influencer. When you don't know the person who walks up to you yeah. and takes a selfie, that's when it has happened. Then you've reached it. Yes. Maybe. I think so. Like, let's, let's not talk about numbers and stuff, but once you get that selfie game, that's it. First selfie in the bank, <laughs> then you're good. <sighs> but um, another thing, uh, what we uh, touched upon a bit at the beginning, influencer marketing and how how brands uh, think that they should always have an have an influencer at the forefront and showing us things if they want to attract millennials. Yeah. That is that is common. It feels like uh yeah, it's the go-to thing, right? Mm. To give your product in the hands of someone uh, someone else, let let it live its life. How do you look at that? I actually received some uh All right, you did. <laughs> some goods. So you're still an influencer. I'm still an influencer. You're just trying to... You're and like, that, That's exactly what that is. That's just handing me some products that I get for free. And then I'm like, great. Throw that out <laughs> shit on Instagram and then it's free products. Like, Ugh. I don't know if it actually brings any value. But to come back to your point, if they were to create something with a real influencer, then making sure that the story and the brand and the value behind that mm. Instagram or that in, that influencer is linked to the brand that you have. Yes. Have you seen any good examples of that? Where you're like, dude, that makes sense. There's definitely good examples out there, but uh, one influencer who talks about that uh, or has talked about it quite a lot, I think. Or Okay, I heard it once. <laughs> Let's not fit. And it's uh, Clara Henry. So she's uh, she used to be the biggest, at least used to be the biggest uh, YouTuber in uh, uh, in Sweden or in Nordics, and and then uh, now she's a TV personality and author and stuff. So many brands contact her and ask her to sell their stuff or help them to pr- promote their products. 
and what she says is that sometimes what they don't understand is that they don't buy they don't buy an ad space it's this is not 1995 when you have an ad space mm. by the motorway that happens as well but it's it's not the same um this is someone's values and someone's ideas yeah. she has curated her like her community for so many years by the trust yeah you also you can't just you will lose it so fast if you do the wrong things as well as an influencer because your followers and your community will just see through it so well that's somewhere to start from right if you're a brand and thinking of how to attract millennials then first think about what are their what are your values because millennials again is in one big pool of people who have the same interests yeah. <laughs> you can't just go to the top 10 influencers and be no. like if we go to these guys that'll be fine we're also there's more and more people talking about the micro influencers yeah. and their their power that's uh, like you and me we're, yeah. the, we're micro micro influencers we're uh, nano we're nano influ- <laughs> Oof. nano influencers i like that we'll yes. coin that coining it yes yeah yeah, but maybe one day we're micro influencers. Yeah, what is a micro influencer? So maybe we should explain. Yeah, so if you look at a normal influencer, it's just someone who has a fairly big, <laughs> a fairly big audience. Someone yeah. who has a big enough audience that someone will come and ask for a selfie. A micro influencer is someone with, let's say, let's use Instagram for an example, with maybe one to three thousand uh, followers. Uh, maybe even less. And some say that those actually work better in some ways because the following maybe is less, but because they have a very specific, maybe specific topic that they really have passion for or they're really targeted to a specific audience, yeah. that audience is so much so much more loyal yeah. to the question that they would, yeah, that, that would like pay off better, exactly. I guess. Yeah. Bring it back to uh, AJ and Smart that we talked about the other the, in the other episode, mm, the, the CEO, the, uh, the design agency in uh, Berlin. Exactly. Mm. Uh, that does design sprints and are very active on social media. Mm. Um, he's a micro-influencer. So when he recommends a book, I actually uh, read a book that um, that company suggested. Mm, me uh, too. <laughs> Another so one. Yeah, yeah, but it's like, yeah. that's how it works. Yeah. And, uh, and that's also where or why influencers is all of us. Mm. If you have um, business, if you have something going on, and you just wanna, and you don't want to only focus on the on the plain business marketing or marketing your um, your company, you can also focus on marketing yourself and and create great personal brand of yourself, yeah. and in that way, up the sales and up uh, interest about your company because obviously that's what they're doing as well in a lot of ways i think a lot of times people see influencers as very selfish maybe or like so self-involved and stuff but there is so much business thinking behind it and there is a good reason why a lot of them then then can create their own brands and clothing lines and whatnot and charity organizations and so on because yeah that's that's what you need to start from to create some create some fuss about it. Some fuss. Some fuss. Do you say that? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. We usually had very tip-based podcasts. Yeah, that's I think true. Uh, this and the last one has maybe be less tip-based. Yeah, we don't have that many tips. But, but if we would give tips, then yeah. this one obviously would be like how to become an influencer, mm. right? I guess I don't. You know, it's be consistent. 
choose your target audience. Mm. Don't choose everyone and all of that stuff. But I think one thing that is so important to Very also... Very similar to just building a brand. Yeah, that's true. There's yeah, no exactly. really big difference. No, it's not. That's why you won't give those tips, really. Yeah, exactly. But one thing that is read important... Read a marketing book. Just read a book, okay? Or an article. Or watch a great... Just Google it. Yeah, just Google it. <laughs> but... um one thing to acknowledge is that it was so much easier to do this yeah. a few years ago. Like if you go back five, six, like blogging was a fairly big thing six, yeah. seven years ago. What happened to blogging? Yeah, Does anyone blog? Yeah, people still blog, <laughs> but it's it's not the first touch point. People don't go into blogs anymore. No. I think it comes through... Um, Snapchat or like Instagram that you go from there mm. to a block. Mm. And uh, that's what's so funny about influencing uh, or being an influencer is all of these different channels where you can be an influencer, whether that is a podcast or uh, writing a blog or doing YouTube, uh, Snapchat or Instagram mm. or what all of these kind of channels. Because people also, I mean, it's cheaper to do yeah. all of it. It's cheaper to buy a camera. You don't need to buy a camera. I guess you can film your phone and it's cheaper to record stuff. It's cheaper to, it's just easier and faster to do things as well, which allows so many more people to do it. And obviously like the pool of people who are doing it is gross. Exactly. <laughs> and that's that's what, one thing that I think is also interesting about this, which is a good and a bad thing, is this whole democratization of uh, information that mm. everyone has or everyone has a chance to become a voice and a very large voice i want to play one clip a youtube clip from infowars i can't remember his name i'm just mm. gonna google it mm. eddie bravo eddie you're a crazy dumbass boom slam your head in the ground aren't you a nice little guy putting up with me saying that i already know i'm number one joe I already get that. It isn't about being number one. It's about changing the world. <laughs> How many followers do we lose <laughs> with this clip? I, I, I love How it. many people unsubscribed? I love this guy. He's just a great example of how everyone can become such a big voice. And millions of Americans listen to this guy. And he yeah. had uh, a huge impact on the uh, Donald Trump campaign yeah. as an adversary for, for Donald Trump. And uh, some would say it's... It creates so much space for for um, for opinions that uh, are okay. No, this I won't get political because uh, no, actually, but he's I, also he's spreading fake news. Like he's uh, there's there's yeah. Not, I mean, this you, is you fake can news, you so you, can, you really. don't have to be like no. politically correct about this. No. He spreads fake news because no. I'm all for like I do want to believe in like freedom of speech and yeah, all of definitely. that stuff, and that's awesome, and that's why we have influencers and that's yeah. why stuff. But yeah, like a guy, a guy like this, and many other guys out there and girls, we just have our platforms. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, and, and I don't think it's gonna change. I think it's just no, gonna grow. Of course. I think influencers are gonna grow, and I think that. It is actually a valuable point, even though that it was easier four, five, six years ago to become an influencer. I still think that it's possible. It can be within anything. Mm, yeah, you can, you can be. I know a guy who blogs only about shoes. Okay. He does super well. He always has really nice shoes because <laughs> obviously people send him stuff. Yeah. And, you know, it takes some years to like but work it, up that. Exactly. But, Choose your topic. Yeah, Choose exactly. something you're really passionate about yeah. as well. Like being just a regular business influencer 
really tricky to stand out from the crowd. The same as lifestyle, because so many people do it. If you are, uh, let's say, um, super young entrepreneur, if you have a very specific knowledge in one thing, then it's also something to, you know, I go by the principle if, again, the same with this podcast, if we're interested in it, there's probably some more people who are, you know, so that's true. kind of very kind true. Of maybe, maybe choose by that. Tip of the day, become an influencer. Then yeah. you don't have to listen to any bosses. You don't have to create no. any, uh, think about company culture. You don't have to think about onboarding, negotiating salaries, <laughs> going to Hyper co-workers, <laughs> going to Hyper Island, education, anything like that. Yeah. Just do your own thing and become an influencer. There's great business in it. It's a great tip. Yeah. Mega tip. Mega tip. Just Google it. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's time to check out Edita. Yeah. What did we end up with? Yeah, okay. I had the, I, ha- I have an idea for a fun uh, checkout. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. And I'm going to say a word. And then you have to... Uh, say it backwards. <laughs> <laughs> say it backwards in Latvian. No, you have to uh, say the first thing that comes to mind. Okay. All right. Are you ready? And then we can like, like, and then I say something, right? Because that's the first no, that's thing. And then you, say, you check out with uh, something that like reminds you of whatever word that okay. I say. And that could be a story. It can be a feeling. It can be, it can be whatever. Mm. Okay. Ready? I'm ready. Okay. Shoelaces. Mm. Um, the first thing actually comes uh, in mind is the story great story from my childhood when I uh, learned how to tie shoelaces and I still do it I make those oh jeez you know when you do like the, the the ears yeah and you do those first uh, no I, I do one knot and then two ears because there's like these two schools of shoelaces right one is the one ear school and one is a two ear school and a two ear school is supposed to be the the childish way I still do it like that because <laughs> I don't care, okay? <laughs> it's fucking shoelaces. This is a, that was that was great. Thank you. Um, now I feel the pressure. Uh, okay, now I need to say the word. Yeah. yeah. Okay. AC. AC. I think of ACDC, <laughs> the band. Uh, not that I have any like relationship to them. Have you ever listened to them? I have listened to them, but it's not like I didn't grow up in a. In a home with... An ACDC household. No, exactly. (laughs) Feels like it's one of those bands where you have to... You have to, like, have it in with with your childhood. Mm. But I wish I had something like that. That I was a bit more knowledgeable within music history. Well, ACDC is definitely one of the music history parts that you should study close. Do you listen to (laughs) ACDC? Not... uh, not for a while, not anymore. But uh, I think some of my teenage years might be, might have. I definitely had some ACDC on my MP3 player. Why did you say AC? Because I thought, like, at first I thought ventilation. Ah, okay. But then I thought AC. It's been very warm outside, so. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Speaking of which, let's get outside. Yeah, let's get outside. All right. You should also get outside because you know what? You can bring podcasts anywhere. Anywhere, <laughs> anywhere anytime. Any place. Any place. Hit five stars, hit review, write something nice, tell your friend, share it, and write us and follow us uh, on Instagram, mil underscore at work. Please write us. Yeah. Reach out. 
and we want to know yeah. what's what's up what's up with your lives. If any influencers have some hard feelings about this episode, we're sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry if I said something bad. <laughs> <laughs> But reach out to us. Reach out, and we talk to you next week. Yes. Woo. Thank you. I'm a millennial. I'm a millennial.